When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is in the air. Are you hot burning me? And no, we're not talking about Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl yet. Can you invite me inside? Excuse me. What happened to your manners, Downton Abbey? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, February 9th to Sunday, February 11th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has added a lot of new members in recent years, and now they're adding a new category, the first time the Oscars have introduced one in more than 20 years. But contrary to the hopes of many, this award will not recognize stunt performers. Instead, the competitive category will be for achievement in casting and will honor casting directors. The casting directors branch was created in July 2013, and according to the Academy, it has nearly 160 members. More than a decade later, they will finally be able to honor the best among them. The inaugural award in this category will first be presented in 2026 as part of the 98th Academy Awards, which will honor films released in 2025. Tish Cyrus got the best of both worlds when she encouraged ex-husband Billy Ray Cyrus to star alongside daughter Miley Cyrus on her hit Disney Channel sitcom, Hannah Montana. The country singer gained a new generation of fans as Robbie Ray Stewart, father of his daughters Miley Stewart, a global pop star masquerading as a regular teenager residing in Malibu on the teen series that ran between 2006 and 2011. Well, according to his ex-wife, that was all by her design. Have a listen to Tish and daughter Brandy on the latest episode of the Call Her Daddy podcast with host Alex Cooper. I remember reading, it was like a GQ article and it was at the end of then Hannah Montana and Billy Ray came out and said that the show destroyed your family. Yes. And I'm curious, like, did you guys feel that way? Absolutely not. Not at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, the family's not destroyed. Yeah. First of all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're, kicking. We're doing great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not at all. No, no, I just think he was having a moment mm -hmm. because I mean... It was, I'm trying to be politically correct. Stroper. Um, I don't want to call you to not freaking out. <laughs> I don't want you to call me either, Tish. Please pick your words. It's like 4 a.m. Haley's hey cringing. Girl. Right now. Like, hey, girl. Like, I hey just girl. woke up. Did I say this? And yes. I'm like, no. Yes. Um, I mean, he had done achy breaking and nothing else was working. Mm -hmm. And then I brought Miley out to audition for Hannah and she had gotten it. And then one of the casting directors said a joke like, oh, too bad we can't afford her real dad. And I said, oh, maybe you can because we had just been in Toronto living because he had done another show in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And so we all had to go back and forth and it was really hard on mm -hmm. the kids. And so I was like, if Molly, and Molly had already gotten Hannah mm -hmm. and I was already stressed about like, 
what are we going to do? Like, we, I couldn't, as a mom, have half my kids in Tennessee and be out here with Molly. Like, I just could not do that. And so I was like, I have to bring all the kids. And so then that's when I said to Billy Ray, you should come audition for the dad. And um, because they, they love you and they're really interested, yes, it would be a pay cut, but our family could be together. And there you have it. You can listen to that full episode of Call Her Daddy at EW.com. And Tiesto is calling timeout on the Super Bowl to take care of his family. The Grammy-winning DJ and record producer announced Thursday that he will no longer be serving as the event's first in-game DJ due to an undisclosed family emergency. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Mistaken identities and little white lies are the alpha and omega of romantic comedies. There's more than a little of those in our number five pick, Upgraded. Camila Mendez stars as Anna, an art gallery assistant who gets upgraded, see what they did there, to first class on a work trip. Here's a bit of the trailer. If I want to work at a top art gallery, I gotta get a good recommendation. And there's no better recommendation than Claire DuPont. Good morning, everyone. Erwin's clients are about to walk through that door, and I will not allow them to see anything less than perfection. Well, that upgrade leads her to meeting the charming and handsome Will, played by Archie Renault. Only, this wasn't just a case of two strangers hitting it off. Will has mistaken Anna for her boss, who's played by Marissa Tomei. Anna, of course, plays along. What could go wrong, you ask, when you build a romance on a foundation of lies? Hello? It's Claire, your boss. I need an extra assistant. I just got invited to go to London with Claire DuPont. <laughs> You're not on this flight. I put you on one that leaves in four hours. An economy. You just been upgraded. First class. I'm William. What brings you to London? Our London branch has called in the director of the New York office. Wow. You seem a bit young to be the director. Yeah the youngest director in company history. Upgraded takes off in theaters across the country today. We're taking a trip to Florida for our number four pick, the movie Suncoast. Written and directed by actress Laura Chin and loosely based on her own experience, the movie centers on teenager Doris, whose brother is put into the same hospice facility as Terry Schiavo as a legal battle swirled over her end-of-life care. Doris's mom, Christine, played by Laura Linney, is so focused on her dying son and trying to pay mounting bills that she kind of forgets Doris is still just a child herself and in need of some parental love and attention. Here's the trailer. Do you think this is the right place for him? You'd say that about any place. My brother's dying. He hasn't talked in years. I'm so sorry. My wife passed away. My dad died when I was three. Christ, they had competitions. <laughs> I think I should start sleeping at Suncoast so your brother doesn't get too lonely. He's my child. When he's in pain, I'm in pain. I'm your child, too. What about God's sake, give me a break. You can come to my house if you need a place to party. My mom won't be there, and you can do whatever you want. Oh my god, I, I have to tell everybody. Um, who, who are you? Everyone says this neighborhood is scary, but like, when you're in it, it's like, not that scary. Thank you. 
We also heard Woody Harrelson there. He plays an activist outside the hospice facility who befriends Doris and provides a little emotional light in her life. Fantastic performances in this one. It is very touching, sweet, and as you might expect, a bit emotional. Suncoast is streaming now on Hulu. Diablo Cody returns to the horror comedy genre with our number three pick this weekend, Lisa Frankenstein. Inspired by Mary Shelley's gothic novel and directed by Zelda Williams in her directorial feature debut, the Coming of Rage film stars Catherine Newton as Lisa, a teenage misfit navigating the hellish halls of high school. Her life takes a turn when she unwittingly reanimates a Victorian-era corpse played by a semi-mute Cole Sprouse and referred to as the creature and turns him into the man of her dreams. Have a listen. Are you hot burning me? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. You hear that? I'm sure it's the girl next door. She's very odd. Hmm. Your hand? I can't believe you're here. Do you like music? I have the cure. Ooh. Oh, not that kind of cure. They can't make you better. I mean, they can, but like emotionally. <laughs> no, don't cry. <gasps> Your tears smell so bad. Well, classic makeover montages and retro needle drops abound in the 80s set comedy, which sees Lisa and the creature embark on a murderous journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts along the way, collecting the pieces from folks who've wronged the misunderstood Lisa. But as the police close in on the grisly happenings around town, Lisa's got her priorities in order. I wanna help you, but Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws. Oh, that's so cute. I have an idea. There are bad people out there. Come on, Lisa. It'll feel good. Ah! That hand is going to do terrible things. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right You are being admitted. Impatient. Lockdown. I could get the clink for life or the electric chair, but I don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> well, grab your pals or your undead dates because Lisa Frankenstein is in theaters now, just in time for Valentine's Day. Trivia. It's trivia time. Lisa Frankenstein, screenwriter Diablo Cody, came out swinging with the very first film she wrote, Juno. It earned four Oscar nominations, including a win for Best Original Screenplay. Juno was also nominated for Best Picture that year, but which of that year's five Best Picture nominees had the highest box office. The nominees are, or were, No Country for Old Men, Juno, There Will Be Blood, Atonement, and Michael Clayton. Stick around for that answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Kate Winslet stars in HBO's upcoming series, The Regime, as the leader of an unraveling authoritarian nation. Well, a new trailer for the upcoming series debuted this week, and in it, Winslet's Madam Chancellor has gathered her country's ministers to discuss their recent behavior. Though she hasn't actually joined them in person, instead, she's video calling from the bathtub. It's our soundbite of the week. You all need to be better at being normal. When you're not normal, it makes me feel like you're telling me that I'm not normal, which makes me distrust all of you and want you to be dead. So just be better at being normal. The Regime, which also stars Hugh Grant, Andrea Riseborough, and Martha Plimpton, will debut March 3rd on HBO. Number two. This Is Us fans should tune into CBS after the Super Bowl for our next pick because Justin Hartley is back on TV. He is starring on Tracker, an action series based on The Never Game by Jeffrey Deaver. On it, he plays Coulter Shaw, a survivalist who uses his skills to find things for a reward. Whether it's a person or an object, Coulter is the man for the job. Now, this job does sometimes get him into trouble, like in this clip from the series debut, which finds him in police custody while on a job. Have a listen. Okay, look, Officer Amini, right? This is a bit of an overreaction, don't you think? Uh, I got a little worked up. You resisted arrest. Resisted? No, no, I did not resist arrest. I, I was I was grudging. I was somewhat grudging. Turn to your right, please. This was after you broke into the burger bin. Oh, come on, I didn't break in. Break in has such a negative connotation. Turn to your left. You know, I'm working with a family to help find a missing child. So you said you collect rewards, right? A mercenary? No, I prefer the term rewardist, actually. Is that a term? Well, Coulter is charming and caring, no doubt, but there's a lot going on below the surface. With an unconventional childhood and lots of family issues, there's a lot for viewers to learn about the reward-seeking survivalist, one mystery at a time. Tracker premieres on Sunday after the big game on CBS. The biggest stars, incredible music, a big money-making live event. We're only partially talking about Taylor Swift. This weekend's top pick is the most watched TV event in the U.S., the Super Bowl. Of course, there's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift talk, but the actual game is as exciting as it has been in years. The Kansas City Chiefs, who didn't have a great regular season, are back to defend their title against the San Francisco 49ers, who may be this year's best regular season team with the most electric offense. In addition to the game, Usher will headline the halftime show. Here's a musical tease of the show featuring Usher's music and others singing along on social media, showing his 
enormous influence. Take that and rewind it back. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Usher song is Well, it all goes down on Sunday, folks. Usher, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Christian McCaffrey, probably quite a few cutaways to Taylor Swift. You can see it all on Sunday starting at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 p.m. Pacific on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And finally this week in the answer to our trivia question, which of the 2008 Best Picture Oscar nominees earned the most money at the box office? Was it No Country for Old Men, There Will Be Blood, Juno, Atonement, or Michael Clayton? Well, it wasn't that long ago, but it was a long time ago in terms of the Oscars. There were fewer Best Picture nominees, and it was rare to see the likes of an Avatar or Top Gun, Barbie, or Joker among the nominees. So it might surprise you to learn that Juno had the biggest box office haul of the 2008 nominees, earning a reported $232 million in theaters. The only other film that was anywhere close to that was the Best Picture winning No Country for Old Men at a reported $171 million. And that is it for our show this weekend. We'll have more news and musty picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Jessica Wang, Alaman Johannes, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch?